Well, we've all heard, haven't we, that today's great salespeople are the ones who ask great questions. And they're very good at listening to the answers of those questions because they create opportunities from those questions. So I've heard this a lot recently, so I thought, right, okay, I'm going to create an episode for salespeople for 10 great questions you can ask as a salesperson. So here they are. So welcome everybody, welcome to episode 151 of Better Presentations, More Sales. My name is Trevor Lee. Thank you for joining the podcast. And on today's podcast, yeah, we're going to talk about those 10 questions to ask to grow sales. But before we do that, just want a little reminder for you about uh, this campaign I've got this year called 44 at 60 because it's a landmark birthday for me this year, 2021, and I'm going to be running on May the 22nd, 44 miles on the Cornish Coastal Path here in the UK in an event called the Classic Quarter. And it's called the Classic Quarter because it starts in the Lizard Village, which is the most southerly point of the UK, and it ends at Land's End, which is the most westerly point. So it is a quarter of the compass. So 44 miles, this will be my first ultra marathon and uh, well my last marathon was way back 2010 so still got a lot of training to do and a lot of fundraising to do as well so I'm aiming to raise a hundred pounds a mile for music therapy for the local children's hospices so we all know how music has played a really important part in lockdown so if you can support me that'd be fantastic Trevor Lee Media .co.uk, 44 at 60, is where you can find how to do this. And I'm, I'm raising money in two ways. One is through individual donations to a Just Giving page. And secondly, I'm running some masterclasses. One hour, high intensity, and they're all about helping you with sales, with virtual presenting, and winning more sales pitches. So if you want to join any of those masterclasses, go to that website, trevorleemedia.co.uk and look up page, the page called 44 at 60. You'll find everything on there, including how to book and everything like that. And if you want to put more than one person on a masterclass as a company, get in touch and I can organize like a block booking and a single invoice for you so you don't have to prepay in advance for everything. But any help you can give me would be fantastic uh, as I you know, strive to hit this target. Helps me keep motivated for the training I've got to do. I've got to go out and do a training run sometime, uh, sometime today. Today being Monday the 15th of February when this podcast is going out. Right, that's, uh, that's all of that. So um, let's have a think about those questions that you can ask. And these will all be in the show notes, by the way. So you don't have to be jotting them down. I'll put them all in the show notes, which you can find on your usual podcast app. And of course, your usual podcast app gives you a chance to leave a review for this podcast. So if you can do that as well, that would be fantastic. That would be really, really good. Now, I've got some more guests coming soon because the last few episodes, I haven't had any guests on the show deliberately, actually, just to take a break from the guests because most podcasts are just rammed full of guests. So I thought, well, you know, sometimes you need a podcast without guests, don't you? Let's focus on giving you some really good tips and insights that you can use rather than necessarily you know listening to the guests but we have got some other guests coming up and if you want to be a guest on this podcast then just get in touch with me podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk so here we go here's the thoughts around those 10 questions 
So question number one is, it sounds like a quiz, doesn't it? Question number one. <laughs> so question, the first question you could ask is to a regular, a current customer who's already bought something from you. But why don't you ask them about how they're using the product or service that you bought, that they bought from you as, your, as an organization? Because, you know, this opens up a great opportunity, doesn't it? It, it, tell, it gets them to tell you how good or, or what they think of the product or service which could well create a testimonial opportunity. And, of course, it could steer you to helping them find something else that they need from you to supplement what they've already bought. And we're not very good, I don't think, in asking people, we, you know, we, once we've got the sale over the line, we kind of tend to back off, don't we, in following it up in terms of how are you getting on with it and things like that. And then a second question, you know, along the same lines is, you know, are there any parts of whatever it is, the product or service that you've bought from us that you don't feel you're using to the full potential? Now, the chances are the answer to that is going to be yes, there are parts. Because, you know, how many of us actually buy a product or service and, and never actually use it to its full potential? We use the bits we like and the bits we're comfortable with. But chances are there are always extra things. You know, think about, think about simple things. Think about your car or your computer or a bit of software you've bought. You know, chances are you're using the, the core functions of it, but you're not necessarily using it to its full, full potential. So again, a great opportunity. So that is question number two. And then the, the kind of question number three that links into all of this is the kind of is a, is a question about, you know, just finding, just reminding people as to what you do. So it might be as simple as saying, well, I, I'm not sure if you're aware, but did you know that we also do? And then whatever that is. Because, you know, one of the dangers in business, and it happens all the time, doesn't it? Think about it with your own stuff, is that we... We always assume that our kind of current customers know everything about us. And and it's a big danger to make because, you know, the, the last thing you want to hear from your customers is, well, if I'd have known you did that, Trevor, I'd have bought it from you. But I didn't know you did that, so I bought it from somebody else. And, you know, we I think sometimes we think, well, let's, let's stick with what we've got. <laughs> let's not rock the boat. Let's not ask for more kind of thing. But don't forget, you know, these customers, they bought something from you. And if it's working well for them, you know, that probably means they like you and they, they fit, you know, clearly know you and they trust you. So they trust you, therefore, and they'll buy other stuff from you as well because, you know, customers' needs change. They might be expanding their markets. They might need more stuff, more different stuff. And then, you know, again, again, a question to a, you know, to a, a current customer around what, you know, what they're doing at the moment, not only what other things that they might use, but... You know, what are the products, what are the other products and services I could help you with? What else have you got that, you know, that you, you need that I could help you with? What, what are you thinking about buying at the moment? That sort of thing. You know, so that's a kind of more direct version of the did you know what we, we did this sort of thing. So, again, a, a, a simple question, but one that we don't often ask or we don't ask often enough. Now, if you're getting stuck with a customer, and this is not, well, it might not even be a customer, it might be a potential customer, uh, you know, we, we need some questions, don't we, to ask to, to get those customers moving forward. And one of the best ones I've ever heard is, a, is one that simply goes something along the lines of, so what needs to happen? And then you fill in the blank. So it could be, what needs to happen for you to buy from me? 
And I, th- I found over the years that when, you know, you, you get to the stage, don't you? particularly in the B2B sector sometimes, where you're really close for something going over the line. You know, everything's lined up, but it's not happened. The order has not yet been placed. So how can you just make that last bit happen? And this is the question I picked up from somebody years and years ago. And I think this is a really good question to, you know, because you now you're asking the question, okay, so what, you know, so it might be, what needs to happen for you now to place the order? What needs to happen for me to receive the order? Those sort of really, you know, you you could say in the, you know, in in old terminology, we could call those a closing question. Um, But I don't regard any of these as closing questions because, you know, closing sounds like a bit of an old fashioned sales term, doesn't it, these days? where you're trying to sell something rather than help someone to buy. But if you, if you need something to you know, make things happen, that what needs to happen. So that's five questions. So let's just review those five. So how are you using the products or service you bought from us? Are there any parts of it you feel you're not using to its full potential? Did you know we also do da di da di da And what are the products and services that I can currently help you with? As well as what needs to happen for you to buy from me? Right, that's five. Five more coming up. Okay. So... Another one is around the buying process. So, so very often, again, in the, you know, probably in the B2B sector more than any other sector, you might get someone you're having a conversation with about buying a product or service from you. But they may not ultimately be the decision maker. They may be part of the decision making process. They may not be involved in that at all. They may just be the reporting back person. So one of the questions to ask them is to fight, is to establish who is in that buying process, but carefully avoid suggesting that they're not, because you don't want to put them out, you know, even though they might not be. So one way of doing it is to say, who, apart from yourself, is involved in the buying process? So that covers all ways, because then they can say, well, actually, it's not me, Trevor, it's my friend, it's my colleague, da di da di da but, of course, you know, if, they, if it is them, then yeah, 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 well, it is me, Trevor, and it's also, and it might just be that, it, well, it's just me, Trevor, I, I am the one. So, again, it's a good question to ask. And if there are other people in the buying process, and a supplementary question, and this isn't one of the 10, by the way, this is a, a kind of bonus one, is to say, well, what do you think they're going to think of what we've talked about so far? So that's a good one as well because and then and then you you because sometimes in these situations you're relying on the person you're dealing with to go back to their colleagues and kind of sell the idea to them in the way you've been helping them buy it, you know, sell it to you if you like. You see what I mean? So get in a feel. So if they say, Well, actually I think Trevor, what they're gonna say is then you know, again, that gives you an opportunity to say, Okay, well let me help you with this. Let me help you. So let's let's have a think about how I can prepare you to go back uh, and push it forward. Presumably, of course, you're thinking that you want to go ahead with this, given the chance. So again, lots of lots of little minor questions, but you know, apart from yourself, it's really is a great question the buying process one because it will open up so many more opportunities for you. And then, of course, you know, you sometimes you have to ask a, you know, you again, it's a bit like the what happens next question is, you know, um, a, a simple question is to get things moving. Are you, are you ready to place the order? Uh, you know, because again, you know, sometimes we can people we have to keep momentum going in sales. We've talked about that a lot in these podcasts, and just asking that question can really, you know, start to make things happen in that forward direction. And then, of course, some you know to finish the last three questions really are, you know, what more general questions, more general questions that will give you. But again, 
Every time you ask a question, you're looking for some to gain some more information about the person you're talking to and to turn it ultimately into an opportunity for you. So one of the questions you can ask is simply, you know, so why do you buy from us? Okay, so <laughs> I think that's a question we don't ask often enough of people who buy buy stuff from us. Now, why do you buy from us? Because again, you know, you know, you might be in an organization where you've got a marketing department who are trying to second guess all the time what people are thinking and, and the answer to that question. Or they might be sending out surveys, you know, and don't, I always think surveys, written surveys, you know, what do they really, t- you know, what do they really tell you? You know, do people fill them in properly? Is it just they just go through the motions? If you do a survey, a proper phone to f- phone on phone or video video survey or in person survey, you can really find out and ask some more better questions. So why do you buy from us? Because you know the, whatever they say will give you some great clues as to what you should be putting in your marketing campaign, and it may throw things up you hadn't thought of. It happens all the time where customers why they're buying from us is not why we think they're buying from us. So there's something that you've missed. You've not just, well, you've not missed it. It's just not got on your radar about yourselves. Question number nine, what is your biggest challenge over the next three months? Now, this is a good general question that shows your interest in the organization. And again, it opens up a whole a whole series of potential opportunities. And right now, of course, you know, businesses have all got challenges. And over the next three months, and yeah, okay, you might get some fairly consistent answers that relate to the situation we find ourselves in in terms of the COVID. But nevertheless, you know, it could there, there are lots of things out there that could turn any opportunities to you. And then final final question is, you know, number ten is when you uh, what when you bought from us, was there anything in the process that we could do better? In other words. You know, when you when you went through the buying process, what 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 can we get better at? What could we be more efficient on your behalf for? What essentially what are the barriers? What nearly stopped you buying? Because again, sometimes we think our buying processes are simple, straightforward, easy to understand, but from a customer's point of view, they not necessarily aren't. And I had an example of this over the weekend uh, recently, where. Uh, a good friend of mine contacted me and said, Trevor, I'm trying to donate to your 44 at 60 run and I can't work out how to do it. <laughs> and we just assumed it was very simple, you know, and uh, and I think what I think this person just just not got the right link somehow. But, you know, again, we took it for granted that everybody could find the link very easily and cl- clearly they couldn't. So, again, you know, lots of things. So let's just have a look at let's just run through those last six questions. So. Number six was, what needs to happen for you to buy from me? Who apart from yourself is involved in the buying? Sorry, who apart from yourself is involved in the buying process was number six. Number seven is, are you ready to place the order? What is your biggest challenge over the next three months? Why do you buy from us? And when you bought from us, what was the buying process like? So there we go. There are 10 questions for you to take away this week. And just, you know, they're all in the show notes, so you could be able to download them. And there's a few extra lines about each one in the show notes as well. So I hope that's really useful for you. And maybe, you know, two questions right now to ask yourself about if you are, you know, in the sales environment. So, you know, two questions, and I'll put these in the show notes as well. So if it's, here's two questions to you. So if it's easier to sell to customers rather than prospects, why don't we do more selling to customers? Okay, so I came across this. I was having a conversation with somebody I'm working with, and it and suddenly this question appeared because 
they were saying, oh, we've got to get new, got to get more prospects, got to fill the pipeline and all that. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's great. But you've got quite a few good customers here as well. So why aren't you talking to them about buying more? So it's a bit like the first questions we had today. And with prospects, how much focus are we putting on those who buy our type of product or service from someone else? So think about, you know, this. if you've got a group of customers, there are going to be other businesses who are kind of mirror images of those customers. And if they're not buying from you, they're clearly buying similar products from someone else. So why don't they buy from you? So have a think about how you can tackle those people as well. And then, of course, finally, in all of this, we're talking about questions. So how are you going to deal with questions? Well, here's a few quick tips on how to deal with questions to make sure you get the most from the answers that you're given. And number one is don't interrupt someone when they're answering your question. You know, how many times do, do you hear that happening where someone interrupts them and basically finishes off the answer for them? Don't do that. You've got to learn not to talk when you want to grow sales. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, the number of times in, when I was running sales teams and people would say, well, you should give me this job, Trevor, because I've got the gift of the gab. I can talk the hind legs of a donk. Oh, goodness me. You don't want that. Secondly, is, you know, don't interrupt. But when you're not interrupting, make sure you're listening carefully. Now you think, well, if I'm not interrupting, I'm bound to be listening. But you're not, are you? You might be thinking about your next question or something else. So you might be distracted. So you've got to, listening is a really difficult skill. And it's a really difficult skill to do well. So listen carefully to the answers. And then make sure you give back what you think you've heard. So you confirm the answers. So just so I've got this right, Elizabeth, what you're telling me is, is a kind of way that I would do it. And then, of course, use the answer to ask your next question. So, you've, so Elizabeth, can I just confirm that what you've said is this? Yeah, OK, so where does that lead you? Where does that take you? Where do, where do you want to go from that point then? So then you've got your next question answer there. So you're building your position by answer, asking questions and listening carefully to the answers. So there we go. If you want to be a great salesperson, then you need to be great at asking questions. And you need to be great at listening to the answers as well. So I hope that was a, nice, I hope that was a good episode for you. I hope that's giving you some food for thought. If you do like this podcast, then please do leave a review and do share it with anybody else as well. That would be fantastic. So episode 152, that's next week. And if you've got some ideas that you would like included in this podcast, then send them to me, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk or if you've got a question that you'd like to ask me to answer during the podcast and I'll give you a shout out when you ask a question podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk so there we go we're just about finished for this week so don't forget of course if you um, if you want to help motivate my 44 at 60 challenge and I've got an awful lot of training to do still you can't you can't just go out and run uh, like a marathon you would run you know virtually I don't know, 80% of it in training distance, so 20 miles out of 26. But with 44 miles, you can't just go out and run 37 miles. (laughs) It's just not the way you do it. So for those of you who have never been involved in ultra running, then uh, it's a a whole great experience that I'm really looking forward to. And I'm beginning to get a bit nervous now because we're less than 100 days away. So (laughs) who knows how I'm going to get on. But anyway, thanks to everybody who's supported me so far. And if, if you want to book places on those masterclasses, or if you want me to organize one of the masterclasses for your organization, then I can do that as well. So remember, there are one's called tech, 10 Quick Sales Wins, 
One's about helping you deliver better, more successful, more confident virtual presentations. And one's about converting more sales pitches and winning more, uh, converting, well, winning more sales pitches and converting more sales proposals. So some organizations have booked me to actually do the masterclass just for them and a number of their colleagues. And then the money's going towards the fund. So if you want me to do that, that would be fantastic, particularly if you're outside the UK and at the moment the time zones don't work for you on the current masterclasses. I'm going to look at that and I'm going to line them up. But anyway, until then, thanks for listening. See you next week.